everyone. My name is Dana Abramovitz, and I am a lead advisor with Seven Investing. I am joined today with Amanda Epp, uh, founding team member and CEO of ScriptDrop. Um, she's, we're going to talk about, um, you know, telehealth and technology and healthcare um, and all sorts of things. So I'm excited to welcome Amanda. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Cool. All right. So ScriptDrop is a relatively new company. Um, can you tell us more about it and, you know, why you, you know, found a need to create it now? Yeah, so we are relatively new. And um, of course, our growth accelerated uh, last year, probably light years beyond what we what we thought we would do at this point. Um, but really, we exist because everything can go right in a patient journey, right? So a script is written for medication for a patient. There's a lot of time, energy, and effort too that goes on behind the scenes often that patients don't know about to gain access to that medication for the patient. And then the pharmacist has to do a lot of work in order to just even dispense it. Um, And over 25% of the time, the patient actually doesn't do their part to pick it up. And it is usually a zero dollar copay or maybe under $10. So it might not always be a financial reason. Mm -hmm. Um, It often is critical that they get on that therapy and still it's abandoned. So that's really why script drop exists and was created is because we needed a way to make medication access just more convenient for patients because we know healthy outcomes start at home first and foremost. So um, we've built out our network over the years to ensure that no matter where you're at as a patient, no matter what state that you're able to connect to prescription delivery through us. That, that is amazing. You know, it, it's, I hadn't thought about, um, you know, patients not picking up their prescriptions um, and that being a problem. I mean, you know, I, I know um, all sorts of, um, you know, patients complications during the healthcare journey, you know, just making appointments on time, you know, following up. But I didn't realize that um, picking up the prescription was such a big problem. Yeah. Or even just time to get on therapy too. When you think of leaving your doctor's office and you prescribe something and you're like, yeah, I'll make it to the pharmacy at some point, or I'll go through the drive through and uh, you know, still life gets in the way and it could be days before you get on a medication that you shouldn't be taking right away. Or even when you think about um, some medications, you don't feel the impact of them as much. And so you think as a patient, oh, I'm okay. I don't need to take it. So you delay that getting to the pharmacy even more. Um, So being able to just connect patients with a different way to get prescriptions instead of actually having to to do their part to just get to the pharmacy, um, that's where where we take over and really um, provide that that convenience. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and then you mentioned, you know, just your accelerate, accelerated growth during the past year during the pandemic. I'd love to hear more about that. I'm actually going to change the view so that we're gallery view. There we go. We'll see if that helps. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, in, in all of 2020, our partnerships grew actually 220%. Um, a lot of, you know, pharmacies have, and, and retailers, of course, ha- had to change their way of thinking. You know, usually it was, oh, I want foot traffic. And a pharmacy is a way to 
drive that foot traffic into the store um, and increase basket size. Well, patients weren't safe going into the store. Um, So our partnerships definitely accelerated. Um, Our revenue grew over 170% over 2019. And then our volume increased over um, 320%. So a a really big year, a lot for us to keep up with. Um, But it was um, just a, it was still an exciting journey knowing that we were making such an impact um, in a critical time and critical need for patients. Yeah. And, and so you, you touched upon your, your partnerships, um, you know, do you want to expand on that? You know, like how, how does that work and, and how, you know, how are you, you know, helping them and how, you know, just that, that symbiotic relationship? Yeah. So some of our partnerships, um, actually the, the beauty of script drop is our, our product sort of plugs into that healthcare ecosystem and creates a win, win, win for all the different parties involved. I mean, everybody cares about making sure that the patient is on therapy. We lower readmittance rates back into the hospital um, and they become healthier. That's what's really best for healthcare outcomes um, as a whole and where, you know, our healthcare needs to head is that patient-based outcomes, understanding that, you know, patients are getting healthier from the medications. Um, And so we really started with our pharmacy partners. Delivery is not new to them. There's independent pharmacies and even retail chains out there that are offering delivery before script drop um, and even mail order. Um, And But what we knew about pharmacies is that the more and more you can reduce their administrative burden, the more that they will use it and the more patients then are becoming healthier. Um, So really that was the the first place that we approached is integrating directly into the pharmacy systems um, and being a part of the pharmacist workflow, whether it's in their their patient apps that they're creating or their actual pharmacy workflow, we plug in either way to give them a more convenient and easy and seamless way to offer delivery for their patients. Um, So we work with chains like Rite Aid, Publix, um, Albertsons companies. And then we've also worked with health systems over the years too. So when you think about it, health systems, of course, want to make sure that their patients are staying healthy and they're lowering their readmittance rates back into the hospitals. So, um, we work with health systems, um, as well as now where, um, we are starting to, to pilot some programs too, is payers, pharmaceutical manufacturers, telehealth companies, Um, Because everybody, of course, wants that patient to stay healthy, but they need that last mile delivery to know that that patient is actually on therapy and we can continue to power the refills from there. That's, that's wonderful. You know, you, you, you mentioned two things that I really like talking about. So value-based care, um, you know, and, and, and making sure that, um, you know, the patient gets what they, they need and really focusing and emphasizing the patient, but then also, um, the ecosystem and not, um, just applying technology as a bandaid to the healthcare system. So many, um, technology companies are just like, oh, this healthcare system, it's broken. If we just add this technology to it, it'll, it'll be, you know, it'll be so much easier, so much better. Um, but it sounds like you really, um, took the time to understand the ecosystem um, and, you know, understood, you know, like what are the needs, the limitations of the pharmacist so that you could work with them to 
improve their existing workflows rather than just sticking a Band-Aid on top of it. You are so right. And there's so many times tech companies come in and it's like, here's a Band-Aid here and then something else breaks. And then it's another company that goes in to yes. fix it. And yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the approach we want to take is look at it all holistically. Um, and we believe in healthcare. It's not about disrupting. It's about partnering. There are so many problems in healthcare that technology helps to solve, or when you look at it big picture, or you put pieces and parts of companies together, that's really when you can make a big impact. So we do take the approach of we're, we're a partner, we're not a competitor. That's why we plug into so many different areas in the healthcare ecosystem and that patient journey. Because at the end of the day, what matters most to all of those people is that the patient stays healthy um, and back to um, outcomes-based um, based care. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, all right. So we've talked about how you guys are fitting into the larger market. It sounds like there's been a lot of growth. And, and I know we were talking, chatting um, earlier about, you know, your team and how, you know, when I first looked at your website, it was great to see, you know, like all these women leaders um, on, on your, your team and just, you know, um, you know, how your, your team is growing and, you know, integrating um, into th- this, the market. Yes. Um, So we do have a lot of women in leadership and what I think we're starting to see more of, which is exciting, um, is more CEOs and presidents of these larger healthcare companies, too, when you look at even CVS and Walgreens. And it's really exciting to see um, women at the forefront. And really, that, that script drop, too, we actually have a lot of women in leadership um, and are excited about, you know, actually going to a meeting and we had a team of all women on a project um, that I, I was just shocked. We, that we didn't mean for that to happen. And it was a full group of women um, leading this project together. Or nowadays I'm starting to hear in either investor meetings or even in just um, actually pharmacy technology meetings, um, they're all women sometimes. And it's, it's interesting that we all have to make a comment about it. Like, Hey, I'm never in a meeting where it's all women. Um, but I'm hearing it more and more. And I think some of it is because we have empowered so many women leaders at script drop, um, that we're just naturally a part of more meetings with all women. Um, but also it, it, hopefully we won't have to comment that it's unusual, um, in the, in the near future. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think we are getting there, which is great. We are. Yes. Yeah. So how does script drop like fit into the larger telehealth, um, you know, component, you know, so, you know, if you're, if, if somebody's using, um, a telehealth, um, you know, have, has a visit telehealth visit with their doctor, how do you, um, plug into that? Yes. So um, I'm excited. We should have, uh, we have a telehealth partnership live and we're looking to launch a really big one here um, in the near future. But when you think about it, um, you know, if you're getting a virtual visit, you shouldn't be going to the pharmacy then to get your medication. So it makes sense to get that prescription delivered. Um, So script drop is plugging into that telehealth visit to ensure that you know, at the point of the doctor prescribing the medication, that delivery is an option. 
um, and delivery can be an option from your preferred pharmacy. Um, and we can work with you to ensure that that prescription gets delivered. Um, so it's, it's a different approach and it's utilizing the way that we have built our platform. So um, we often get compared to logistics companies um, and logistics companies, though, you know, they care about volume and density and taking things from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Um, and our approach has always been, we care about the patient. Right. Um, so we're going to take on the rural areas. We're going to take on the places that, you know, your logistics companies really don't want to go. Um, because we care about getting that patient maybe 20 miles away from the pharmacy on their medication. Um, so because we've made deliveries in all 50 states, because we've taken that approach, it's much easier for a telehealth provider to plug script drop into that platform um, because we don't have any limitations on where we really can go for that patient. It's just, do you want delivery? Um, and we can take care of it. I love that. And, and again, I love that you're focusing on the patient and, you know, making sure that they get the care that they need and everything else just kind of, you make it work. Right. If you focus on the patient first, everybody else, everybody else wins and it makes sense. It, it just, yeah, it's, it seems, um, that's too that. simple. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So here we are, you know, trying to fix the healthcare system. It's right. <laughs> um, so you said something, um, you know, just kind of, um, you know, you were, you were talking about the logistics companies and, and, you know, so there might be some competition, you know, like I can, you know, name a, a big logistics company um, that, you know, you might be competing with. But, um, you know, how, how, you know, how are you um, differentiating from a, a big logistics company like Amazon? I'll go ahead and say it. Um, you know, I mean, aside from just, you know, that, that rural um, and accessing, you know, or giving people that, um, you know, might not have access, access to, to getting their medications delivered. Yes. So we're taking an approach. So um, what we do is we, we partner um, with logistics companies and then we partner with different types of logistics companies too. So um, coming to script drop, think of us as that one stop shop for whenever you want your delivery. So maybe you have an antibiotic and we're like, okay, we need to get this to you within an hour. Um, we can do that. Maybe it's a maintenance medication. We're just going to go ahead and ship that through UPS. Um, so us being able to have that versatility of types of delivery um, is really critical as, um, as well as we are not a pharmacy ourselves. Um, so there's Amazon, of course, is a digital pharmacy. And there's a lot of those other digital type or cloud pharmacies, as people say, out there. Um, and we take the approach, we're not a pharmacy, but we partner with pharmacies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's that power of brick and mortar that still exists. Um, uh, those physical points of presence, it's how we get the medications to the patients sending them faster um, is because you still need to work with a dispensing pharmacy um, to pick up and then deliver the medication to the patient. So the power of our network um, actually helps a lot of our pharmacy partners band together against Amazon and give them a way to offer delivery faster mm-hmm. and offer differentiated delivery, um, something that a patient can get in an hour um, instead of having to wait for it to be shipped. 
Yeah, no, that, that, that's great. Um, and then, you know, it also, you know, brings upon, um, you know, the important part of, you know, like, I mean, the pharmacist. So, you know, I, I, I used to work in a pharmacy. So I know the relationships that patients have with their pharmacist. A lot of times they'll see their pharmacist before they see their doctor, right? It's just that that local person that they can, you know, talk to, they have this really good rapport with. Um, and so, you know, are you able to make, help pharmacists maintain these types of relationships? Exactly. I mean, pharmacists are some of the most trusted in all of the professions out there. I think it's the number two, actually. Um, So yes, we believe that pharmacists are critical in healthcare and the healthcare ecosystem and the workflow and allowing folks to have connections with their pharmacists that that already exist. And when you think of a lot of um, the population still with baby boomers, they, they still probably want to talk to their pharmacists and care about their pharmacists. And so our network and our, our power allows us, if, if you love your pharmacy, keep it. That's fine. We can connect you with the pharmacist. Your pharmacist then has um, new offerings that they can give to you, especially if you can't get in to see them. It's okay. They can still work with you. You can still get your medication from them instead of having it have to go to one of the cloud pharmacies. Um, So we give our patients that flexibility to keep their pharmacist. But if you also don't care and you're in a telehealth visit, um, where where that script comes from, we can use anyone in our network too. So it's, it's creating that foundation allows us to have the flexibility for our patients at the end of the day. That's great. Um, Let's see. I have other questions. Um, uh, so we've talked about um, telehealth um, and just, you know, that, that extension into that so that, you know, patients get the care that they need. Where do you see, um, you know, telehealth moving forward? I know that, you know, it was, you know, there had been a struggle for telehealth to, you know, come into being. And then with the pandemic, it was just like, well, thank goodness we have this. But now that, you know, people are getting vaccinated and, and, you know, they can go, you know, people are are roaming more, um, you know, do do we, do we stay with telehealth? You know, like I know that some insurance, you know, payers are, um, you know, changing how they reimburse, Um, you know, how, how does this kind of grow into the future? Do you think? Yeah, I definitely think the space will um, consolidate. Um, But what we're hearing also from a lot of our health system partners is it's probably going to remain about 25% of their visits. It it is the new normal Um, and convenience is the new normal. I can see my doctor like this instead of having to actually get in the car and go somewhere and same with prescription delivery. So um, they they seem to go hand in hand, um, but I definitely don't think it's going away anytime soon. Um, and we'll just continue to consolidate, but also find different ways to differentiate um, platforms for patients or for their healthcare partners um, or their health systems even. Um, so I think it's an exciting space to, to watch and for us to be a part of. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. So I had also, you know, worked at a, digital health company, you know, with patient follow-up. And so, you know, like, as you're looking to expand, you know, just, um, 
you know, uh, just maintaining care, you know, with your emphasis being on patient and patient health and getting the treatment that they need, you know, that, that follow-up, you know, are, is the medication working, you know, do they need refills, um, you know, just, you know, maintaining some sort of touch point with patients and that connection between, you know, their pharmacist or doctor. It exactly. And the other piece too, is that there are so many adherence programs out there Mm -hmm. and they're all great, um, in some way, shape or form. Um, but what they all could use is that power of delivery at the end of the day to know, okay, my patient got the therapy in the first place. And then how do I make sure that they actually are adherent and continue um, instead of, you know, just often being patient reported outcomes or looking at some data, we have, you know, the, the proof that they received the medication. Um, so yeah, just really thinking of us as that plug-in for some of those adherence programs too, but continuing to empower the pharmacist and pharmacy, of course, to stay in touch through those refill reminders, having delivery as a part of that. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Well, um, those are all the, the questions I had. This was, I thought it was a really good conversation. Do you have any you know, other things that you'd like to, to share that I, I didn't touch on? I, I cannot think of anything. No, this has been um, great. I'm excited to be, to be the first one. So uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, no, I thought it was great. I, I, I really enjoyed learning more about, you know, about you and, and your company and, and just really how it, you know, kind of fits into that, that whole ecosystem. Um, and, you know, like, you know, the, the, uh, you know, our, our, our members, you know, um, I, I think I'm, I hope they know that, you know, like when I look at companies and evaluate them, you know, these are the types of things that I'm looking at, you know, like the management, you know, the, the, the fits, you know, it's not just, um, the financials and, you know, like, I, I really like, um, you know, the values that you've set forth and, and just, you know, how it integrates into the whole healthcare ecosystem, um, to really, you know, not differentiate it, but just, you know, improve it. So I really like that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you. Great. A reminder that people on this program may hold positions in the companies that are mentioned. Buying and selling stock carries financial risk, which could include the loss of capital. The views in this program should not be taken as personalized advice. Before acting on any of the information provided, listeners are encouraged to consult a financial or tax professional.